0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in and listening to our weekly podcast presented by Opinions Anonymous. Buckle in because we're about to have a lot of fun. Remember, everyone has an opinion and we'd love to hear yours, but ours are just so much better.
1: Welcome to another episode of Opinions Anonymous, the only podcast that gave each other a disease last weekend. But which one? Dun dun, dun. <laughs> All right. As always, uh, before we actually start being funny, we've got plugs up top. First, check out our Discord server to join in on episode discussions or just see funny stuff that we found on the Internet and want to share. Uh, we're going to throw an invite link in the description or, hey, just send us a DM on Twitter and we'll send you a link there. That, that works, too. Uh, reminder, it's free to join. So what's stopping you? Second, uh, go over to opinionsanonymous.com. If you want to catch up on any old episodes or blog entries, uh, you can find them there. All right. That's it. Just those two plugs. We've got those out of the way. So my name, of course, is Andy. And this week, I'm joined by two much more popular hosts than myself. First up, even a bottle of vanilla vodka deep. He's too good at one night ultimate werewolf to be left alive. It's Luke. How are you this week, Luke?
0: Uh, man, for, for a minute I was confused on which one you were talking about, me or, <laughs> me or the other guy. But uh, I, I'm i great. great. Glad to be good, back. Good. Apologies to the fans on the uh, slow release. I thought you were going to start with the only podcast that takes longer to edit than it does to record. And for those of you <laughs> who record, you know it takes a while. <laughs> <laughs> Too true. Well,
1: if I'm going to go ahead and add even more confusion to this, uh, I'll introduce my next our, our next co-host here even a bottle of vanilla vodka deep he's too good at (laughs) drinking to be left alive it's kyle how are you Kyle? i'm
2: doing great and feeling even better after that introduction thank you for that i am that's always the goal just revved up and ready to be here me too my friend me
1: too all right we do have a great episode in store as usual and also as usual we have some great listener emails to get to so luke what do we have up
0: first All right. First, we have Jenny who writes in and says, uh, look, she knows we aren't a political podcast, but enough is enough. We have to address this. Hmm. The Indiana State Fair has canceled the 2020 fair amid the COVID-19 pandemic. She wants to know, what is our fondest fair memory?
2: All right. Um i have lots i love the fair i never
1: i thought you never
2: went to the state fair but i frequented our county fair all the time uh mainly because i i had animals there which was just a great excuse to have to go every day because you know i had to feed the animals so that was fun i loved it um some of my favorites. So what you you said you say you had animals yes. there. In what capacity? Oh, I, I showed hogs or pigs for those of you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we, we weren't talking about your, your weekend plans, Kyle. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh no, I, I keep those Yeah, yeah, yeah. But which which animals did you keep in the pens down there? <laughs> I, I keep those sows
2: in my apartment.
0: You don't gotta worry about them. <laughs>
2: I never thought I'd get so much enjoyment from someone talking about showing animals. Like yes, I did though. I I had pigs and I loved them. I did. I was very much into it. It was a lot of fun. Um but yeah, like I said it was I I had to go every day to feed them, so I just ended up hanging out at the fair all day every day for that whole week and it was a ton of fun. But so yeah, some of my fondest memories like I had like I, I this is going to sound mean when I say it, but like my quote unquote fair friends. Like they weren't really the people I hung out with like at school (gasps) but like they were my friends at the fair and like we would we just meet up and hang out at the fair because we were all there all day every day um
0: hey wait a minute
2: what are you you gonna get mad because i call you my podcast friend
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we talk like once a week but i kind of hate those guys
2: (laughs) hey these guys only got once a year so feel pretty good (laughs)
0: Kyle is the only person who calls me a podcast friend, really we're related, and my son thinks that he lives in the basement, and, you know, we're still, (laughs) like, just distant.
2: (laughs) While we're on the topic, Luke had a pretty big shot to his ego last weekend when he asked his son who his best friend was, and he said Kyle, not him, so... (laughs)
0: okay, okay.
2: Anyway... Back to the fair. We have plenty of time to make fun of Luke throughout the episode, so don't worry about that. <laughs> 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 That's for sure. Um, but yeah, I love just like, yeah, hanging out with my friends in the barn. And um, Another big one, because my dad would be up there too, because he was big into the animals. And he loved those fair ice cream cones. So just like probably three or four times a day, dad would just give me money to go get us both ice cream cones. And that was awesome. He he loved the pineapple whip. He was a pineapple whip guy. I was always the twist. But I lo- love those super twist ice cream cones. Um, and then as you got a little fair food, really uh, like on a whole could really be its could. Own I know. I'm trying, right? not, trying not to talk First. too long about that, but I, I could go on for days about fair food.
1: All right. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. A- anything, anything deep fried that you could ever ask for kind of the fair staple uh, elephant ears, donuts, tenderloins. Those are the big ones that, at, you full, know, our full hometown on fair. corn
2: dogs. Oh, so good. Mm hmm. Um, and then, yeah, as you got older, just, I don't know, going on rides, maybe rides with girls. Ooh, that was always exciting. <laughs> but, oh.
1: <laughs> Wait, why would you go on a ride with a girl? <laughs> They're icky. And,
2: yeah. Now I know that back when I was a teenager, I didn't realize that, but then, now I've grown to realize that. <laughs> yeah, really just that is, a, is an excuse for me to goof off all week. And I, I always love those. So I'm a big Decatur County Fair fan. If you ever get the chance, you should go.
1: I uh, probably shocking no one. I wasn't a big <laughs> fair guy
0: <What? laughs> or friends guy.
1: I think oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the things Kyle's talked about. Not big into either of them. <laughs> uh, my my one uh, my my one fair story. Uh, my actual first concert that I ever went to was at the Indiana State Fair. And you guys are going to be jealous because that concert was the Dixie Chicks. No way. I mean, the end of story. That was it. I was like probably like eight (laughs) years old, went with my whole family, saw the Dixie Chicks. They were great. The end.
0: Uh, Well, my fondest State Fair memory, Andy, was also my first concert. Um, oh boy. You guys you guys will be less excited about this, but you'll understand more about my <laughs> life and, and how I've become who I am. Uh, my first concert was Screamfest 2007, which featured a lineup of Lloyd, T-Pain, Young Jock, um, Rihanna... or I'm sorry, I think it was Sierra, actually. Sierra and T.I. was the headline? I mean, that's a hell so. of a lineup. It, it's actually... It's similar to Dixie <laughs> Chicks, but um, a little bit different. Uh, but yeah, it was yeah. my first concert ever, and I was. That was I'm looking back now. Like their music is better today than it was back then. Probably like more. You, does that make sense? Like it, it aged well, and you could list any of those. See, I listed those, and Kyle was semi-excited because he's heard yeah. all of them, and they're like. Young Jock, it's going down. Like you can play that at any party today, and people still. Get I don't excited. know how he put so on. he's saying that. He and a people
2: whole concert were... with just that song, but I mean, that's still pretty impressive. Well, that's <laughs> what he,
0: <did. laughs> he he sang that, and then he just kind of talked for a little bit, then and he went back to that, <laughs> and <laughs> told a couple jokes. It was kind of stand-up comedy, yeah. <laughs> and then and then he played it again. That's fine. I, I know, but hit. that's that's my that was my first concert as well, and something I'll always remember from the state fair.
1: What an odd venue for that collection of artists.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: It feels like a, a... I mean, just not the right... Like, not a fun environment to see see those artists. But maybe, I don't know, maybe... Tell me I'm wrong, but... Uh, at, at least, hey, I, I'll say this, because my memory of seeing the Dixie Chicks was, like, one o'clock in the afternoon with a bunch of families. <laughs> uh, so... Maybe it was a different experience for for that group, but...
0: Yeah, it was 230. still an odd (laughs) thing. Right afterward. uh,
1: If there's some place (laughs) you want to see T.I. and Sierra, it's the Indiana State Fair.
0: Yeah, actually went with, uh, back in 2007, went with friend of the podcast, uh, Craig Story. Uh, He and I went to this concert. Nice. Great memory for all of us, I'm sure. Mm.
2: All right. Well, thanks for that email, Jenny. Up next, we have Maria. and She writes in and says, an alligator was spotted and then captured outside of a Florida Walmart. She said the entire event was terrifying, and she would like to know if we have any terrifying animal encounters. Boys?
1: I feel like this one maybe got teed up specifically for me. <laughs> I don't know if... Uh... <laughs> you guys feel the same Not way specifically right. but, but i
2: am excited to hear You're what you have to say <laughs> <laughs> okay
1: uh, sit back it's gonna be Luke a go make a new drink here. Get, get comfortable no, uh, hey, uh, <laughs> s- s-
0: speaking of emails that could be new segments
1: <laughs> yeah the, the weird animal experience of the week with andy <laughs> that's that's a new segment Uh, I look. I've I've told a fair amount of my animal stories on this podcast over the past, and it never gets old. I love every (laughs) single one. My my most terrifying animal experience, I think I've talked about before, um, was was an, an instance when I was in college and found a bat in my shower as i was about to take a shower yes, yes, uh, but that's not a story i want to tell right now because i have a a longer standing i don't even know if event is the right word for it but i lived with a terror of an animal for multiple years of my life uh when i was very very young you guys may not know i was uh a a very I, I didn't hit a growth spurt <laughs> for some time. I was a very small child. Uh, yeah, yeah. Including now, actually, now that I mention it. But I was very, very small. And when I was young, maybe five, six, seven, something like that. Uh, I don't know how he got it. My dad bought a or or came into possession of a <laughs> sheep that he kept... In our barn, in, in our, uh, our our back pasture area, back field behind our house. And the thing terrorized me anytime I was near it. I, I think, it, and it didn't really do this to anyone else, but anytime it was around me, it would uh, basically come at me like, I mean, if you ever see the the videos of like mountain goats butting their heads together right this thing would just pop up on its back legs and just headbutt me over and over and over so like i couldn't go i couldn't go near it it was uh, it, the thing had it out for me and yeah throughout my throughout the entire time that i lived that it it was alive uh, it wanted me dead
0: andy i I don't mean to bring up like this, this time period more in your life, but was this around the same time period that, you know, we would all come to your house and play basketball because every time the basketball went over the fence, we would like make you get it and that sheep would, you know, like ram you and we would all laugh and then we'd have to pull you back on the other side. Is that, is that the same thing you're talking about?
1: Yeah, that is accurate actually. Yeah. Okay. Okay hey sorry about
0: that we just thought it was coincidence we thought
1: it was i mean no it wasn't look i i i understand you know i was the smallest it was the easiest to lift me up and over the fence it would have been
0: impossible for you guys to climb it yourselves so you know it was of course we're
1: gonna get a basketball back yeah yeah but yeah it's it's a good point the the relationship between myself and this sheep which had a an incredibly benign, like <laughs> cutesy name that I can't remember. Maybe, it might have been Cuddles. I think it was named Cuddles. But my, the relationship between myself and Cuddles was very much like uh, <laughs> Scotty Smalls and the Beast in the Sandlot, trying to go after that that baseball. I was, I guess, more like Benny. I was like Benny, where <laughs> you had to get over there there and then get the hell out with the basketball before it came after you. Ah. Uh.
0: Well, I actually, Andy, I, I think that you and I may go back and forth if we had this segment and talk about our fears. I told a story the other week, and I can't believe that Kyle doesn't remember it. Andy, I assume you do, about the possessed cat in my garage. I, I remember you I, retelling I actually don't, but I would love to hear great. more about it. <laughs> So, uh, we should preface, I am really, really bad with animal, animals, which is crazy growing up how I grew up. Like, I am petrified of most animals, uh, which you know, is weird. I'm 6'5". And, uh, you know, Sick, dude. Huh, most cool. But I, I just...
1: I, I... <laughs> oh, oh, so it's totally okay for me with my small stature to be... That's
0: yeah, so afraid gonna, of an animal. Yes, around, around saying, animals five
2: eleven around girls six foot. You know that's gonna be my my new lifestyle. I'm allowed to be scared of animals from under six foot. <laughs> so five eleven, I'm around <laughs> animals now.
0: <laughs> my point was, I am a incredibly tall person. That I have such a mean stature that I should not. <laughs> Look, I'm a fucking pussy. What do you want me to do, guys? All right? Jeez. So I, I dislike animals quite a bit, which, again, if you know my dad, it's very bizarre that I would even say that. I one time hit a bird and uh, with my car. I'm very sad. I'm sorry. Uh, I hit a bird, and I got home, and I noticed the bird was still on the grill, and I was like... I, I am not pulling pulling that bird out. Like, I'm not doing... Disgusting. Like, I, I don't like doing that. Uh, mice, terrifying. On Father's Day, I was out golfing, and I was standing next to a creek, and I heard the sound, and it sounded like just a huge frog jumped into the <laughs> creek, and I looked, and it was a fucking snake, and I, sna- I am, like, the most terrified of snakes, and I was like, all right. But one day... Uh, I guess fast forward before that. We had seen a very mangy (laughs) cat. This is the old mangy cat story. A mangy cat uh, (laughs) hanging around the house. And we're like, man, that thing has got to get out of here. Like We don't want it around here or whatever. Uh, And we pretty much knew that it was about to die. So uh, one day, and this is when my oldest son, he was probably, I don't know, four or five months old. Uh, and I, we were getting ready to go to church and I walked out and the entire day we were kind of thinking, the garage smells really bad and we couldn't figure out why. And I walk out and I turn and just happen to look and I have a tool cabinet that I keep all my tools in. And I I looked over there and I saw a fucking tail sticking out, a a tail sticking out from behind my tool cabinet. And I'm like, Oh, Oh my God. I'm like the mangy cat (laughs) crawled into my garage and died, so I'm like, this is uh, no way. And and this thing is huge; like, I can't do it justice. It's like if Garfield were a real cat, but had babies. That's what we're working with here. So I'm like, I run inside and I tell Tara, I'm like, Tara, the mangy cat died in our garage, and she's like, no way. So she comes out there and she's like, she's like, okay, what are you gonna do about it? I'm like, me. I, I'm I'm going to watch our son because I'm a good father, and then I, I'm sorry, you'll have to take care of it. And she's like, just just get the snow shovel and get it out and go dump it in the woods. And I'm like, all right, yeah, okay, that's that's fine. So I, I needed to, it was like, I, I thought that it had wedged itself trying to like crawl somewhere and die and couldn't get through because it was so fat because there was a little gap in between the wall. So I'm like, I'm going to have to move this tool toolbox to get this cat out. So I go up, and I move the thing, and the fucking tail moves. Like, he, he wags his tail. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm like, the cat is alive. Uh, he crawled in here to die, and he's still alive. And I, I'm losing my shit. I'm like, I cannot do this. Cannot do this. So I'm screaming. Tara's out here trying to help me. Our four-month-old is screaming his head off in the house. And I'm like, I, I don't know what to do. So... Eventually there was a case of water and I was like, I'm gonna get a bottle of water, I'm gonna splash it, and it will run out of the garage. So, uh, plan works, uh, it takes a little bit. I think it like turned and looked at me once and like hissed a little bit and we made eye contact. But eventually the, it like slowly limped out of the garage and crawled right up into my brand new <laughs> Kia, uh, right up under the hood. And I was like, oh, no, like, this can't be happening. So I was, I I was in disbelief. And then I popped the hood to see if I could see it. And sure enough, like this huge cat, this is probably not an exaggeration. This was probably like a 12 to 15 pound cat, which is huge. And it's like curled up right next to my engine. And... So at that point I'm like, all right, do we just drive to church and then hope that it crawls out? But I'm like, if that if that gets into something, I'm wrecking because this thing is huge. Like I don't know what to do. So I was like, okay, I'll do the only thing that I know what to do right now, <laughs> and that's call my brother. So I called my yep. brother and and oh, call. <laughs> And he didn't answer. So I was like, all right, I'll call my dad. So I called my dad and he didn't answer. And then I called my mom and I called my mom and she didn't answer. I'm like, I'm never in a fucking emergency because you guys are about as dependable. As... So eventually my brother calls me back and I know the only way that I can get him to do this because he's like, what's going on? And I'm like, hey, you want 20 bucks? And he's like, whoa, yeah, what's going on? So I tell him the story. I got a cat that has rabies that's in my car. My car's too big. I can't drive my car. I need you to come get it out. And he's like, yeah, sure. Like, can I shoot it? And I'm like, what? No, it's in my car. Like, you can't shoot the cat. I was like, just get it out however you can. So I go to church, and during church, my dad calls me, and I'm like, I I think I was in the back anyway, so I, I answered. Hey, hey, Dad, I'm, I'm in church. Uh, and... He's like, do you need something? I was like, I think my brother got it taken care of. So my brother's sending me pictures while I'm in church of the cat for proof that it's out. So afterwards, I'm like, I call him and I'm like, hey, did you get it? And he's like, yeah, I got there. The cat was out of your car. And I was like, oh, great. And he's like, but then it crawled back up in your car. And I was like, oh, so how'd you get it out? And he's like, I just used the broom. And I, I kind of jabbed at it and then got it away. And it ran towards the road. So he's like, I think it's fine. And I was like, okay. I was like, thank you very much for doing that. Or whatever. So I get home. Uh Cars fine Cats nowhere on sight I look at the broom And I call my brother I'm like what the fuck did you do to this broom He's like no I just like jabbed at the cat And I was like you look like you took it And beat the shit out of my engine with it This broom had like nicks all over it. it was one of those aluminum brooms Had nicks all up and down It Like disfigured you could never even I was like is my car gonna start So anyway uh, That was an incredibly long story But Mangy Cat the scariest thing That's ever happened to me and I, I had to get help to get this thing out of here. I did actually call um, the, uh, I, I guess the equivalent of the, pa- the pound, but it was a weekend. So I left a message and still to this day, it's been about three years, still to this day, they've never called me back to get that cat. Uh, so I,
1: I don't know. Oh man. Still expecting that call any day. Yeah. I have two favorite parts of that story. The first one was that I instantly remembered what the story <laughs> was as soon as you started telling it. I was like, oh yeah, this one. My, se- my second favorite part
2: is how upset yeah, you were at right? the broom. Like, it's con- all the, oh, yeah. using a broom. Never.
0: Never. No, no, no. I, no. I wasn't upset at the broom. I was upset that it was my brand new vehicle. It was the first new vehicle that I'd ever bought in my life. And he obviously jabbed the shit out of this broom, like into my car. And I'm like, "Did you damage my car?" Uh, I was
1: really hoping with you get that would this is going to end with you getting home, the hood being popped, <laughs> and the broom <laughs> just being like stuck out of yeah. it, mangled,
2: broken. <laughs> oh, shit. What oh. the hell? I, I don't know how I can possibly follow that, but um. Oh. I, uh, um, what sticks out to me is uh, our neighbor's dogs were just mean that's what always terrified me as a child like <laughs> they would literally be like I, w- I would kind of like coat, when I'd go on bike rides you know as you do as a child I'd like coast up until I got to their hedge line and I'd pedal as fast as I could because I knew they were going to come like bats out of hell just like right by me and try to bite me So, but that was about it nothing ever happened between them I know one time they did bite a hole in my mom's pant leg because she wasn't as quick but then, yeah, I know, but then it's, as soon Christ. as the church got built at the end of the road, they started antagonizing churchgoers, and they were like, hey, you need, you need to tie those up. So they got it taken care of. I thought you were going to say they forgot about you guys. They had plenty of
1: other game to chase,
2: so they, just,
1: the they stopped caring like, hey, about me.
2: Dogs up. So then it was free reign to ride bikes up and down the road. It's- We
1: all know when God tells you to do something, you do it.
0: As soon as as they built the church at the end of the road, the dogs became holy, and they never bothered me again. (laughs) (laughs) They they were regular Um, attendees. Besides that,
2: um, spiders just freak me the fuck out. I don't know. Every time I see a spider is a scary event, so that's about it. (laughs) But I think it's only... This is actually yeah, something that like I didn't inside. know about like I see you. spiders outside, I'm cool with it. I think because I'm like, that's your home. You stay out there. But if you're in my home, we're going to have problems. So, right. Mm-hmm. That makes
1: sense. They're probably freaking out about you if they see you outside. Right. Like, What's so, this like, guy I doing it. in my I fucking place? Low,
2: but, yeah, I'm not a big spider fan. Snakes I can deal with. Spiders, I don't know something about them. Nothing needs that many legs, I think. I think they're just greedy, you know? It's just... <laughs> Well,
1: but you've never you've never tried to play around with them in hopes of gaining the powers oh, of Spider-Man. True.
2: I feel like I can tell if they're radioactive. None of the ones I've been scared of have been glowing or anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good point.
0: Actually, um, Mangy Cat was scary, but one time Kyle invited me to the fair, and he's like, "Hey, you want to see my hog?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh, scariest, not best experiences with animals. That was a good one. I'm going to start showing more people my hog these days. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, hey. All right, uh, hog talk and Luke making a drink aside. Let's move on to our next email. We've got Rob in New York. He asks, hey, did you guys see that the MLB is coming back in July? and
2: are you pumped for a shortened season or should they have skipped thank this? you for the email rob Interesting and question. Uh, i am so freaking excited i can't wait i am so excited for baseball <laughs> to be back and i think it will be just fine with a shortened season i don't think there will be anything wrong with it i think th- i think we're all in agreement that the season should have been shortened to begin with like just every year not just this year maybe 60 games is too few i don't know I think like 100 would be the sweet spot, but maybe 60 will end up being sweet. It probably will be sweet. Like every game's going to matter. That'll be fun. Yeah,
1: so they are proposing a 60-game schedule starting tentatively July 23rd and 24th, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, so I'm guessing that puts them finishing up uh, around the same time as they would have.
0: Yeah, I think the the World Series will. I, I almost think I heard that the World Series will be like October twenty third, so it's a little bit later. But Kyle, I think you nailed it. Like I, this could pot, potentially be the new norm. I mean, I doubt that it is, but and there's probably a happy medium between sixty and one hundred and sixty. Like you know, right? But yeah, this is gonna be exciting. Every game's gonna matter, and. Of course, I'm biased, and now that the MLB is happening, we can't say this as Andy and I talked about it. But I think the Reds have a really good chance of being good this year. No, they. That's why I was so worried it was going to get canceled. Cause like this was their year. I know. they were going to be
2: awesome. Like I was so excited. Well, like. Somebody, like, one of the random Reds accounts I follow, just, like, tweeted their tentative, like, starting lineup the other day, and, like, I got a little turned on by it. It was so exciting to read. It was Ooh. like, oh, wow, yeah, we have all these like, I keep forgetting about all the off-season moves they made this year. Like, I'm so excited to see them in action, and I, well, I can't wait. And, like, yeah. th- that and this this phrase, like, I, I got to say this, and it's true. Like, there's a 30-way tie for first place in late July. Like, wow, what a season <laughs> we're having, you know? It's, yeah. it's crazy. <laughs>
0: The other thing that is legit because I am admittedly not the biggest baseball fan. I enjoy it and I go to a game every year at least. That's one. fine. I'm a weirdo. But,
2: so I, I know. I know baseball fans are weirdos, and well, I'm no, no, an admitted no, no. weirdo, but, so it's okay.
0: No, I I took baseball for granted. Like now, I'm legitimately excited for baseball because I just took it for granted. And maybe we can say that about all sports. But I I am for the first time in. Probably a really long time. I'm excited for baseball season because I took it for granted. I I do enjoy. I love watching the Reds. Like I said, I go to a couple games every year. I I think us right, like, three should go to a game for sure. Absolutely. It, well, if, wait. We can't. If I guess that happens, like, I, I don't. Land. I don't know if. <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't know if like fans will be a thing. I'm with one step at a time. Let's just get games playing yeah. first, and then we'll see where that goes. But yeah,
0: I'm I'm excited for for baseball to come back.
2: Right. It's it is great. <laughs> Andy, thoughts?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, the same. Uh, I I don't think that they probably they should have skipped this year. It's nice that they're going to get some stuff in. Um, yeah, not having fans potentially might be kind of an issue. It does suck that you know, usually you have eighty-one chances to go see a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Reds are playing, uh, but now you have. Maybe 30 chances you're going to have 30 home games, uh, maybe some opportunity to go see them. But right. it's likely going to be very difficult. It's likely going to be very difficult to get tickets if they do have um, even like, you know, a certain percentage of, of fans or, allo- you know, they're allowed to fill a certain percentage of the stadium or what have you. Um, so that's probably going to be pretty difficult. But I think the biggest thing uh, and Kyle, I'm surprised you didn't mention this. Uh, gambling on baseball is back for you. Yes, so of I, th- course. I think I, you should be really excited about that. Uh, we're we're gonna have sixty games for every team uh, <laughs> over the course of a couple of months, and uh, yeah, you won't have to be betting on
2: Euro League soccer or South Korean baseball anymore. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I enjoyed that Korean baseball though. Don't I, I? enjoyed those guys. They they gave it their all. It was a good time. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like I don't. The more we talk about, like, and like, it's probably always been true. I don't even know if I'm a baseball fan, but I am a Reds fan, so I'm just excited to see the Reds. I don't know if I'll watch the- any other games, but I, I am excited to see the Reds. I do have. I have. I'm worried about two, uh,
1: two, two likelihoods with the Reds, right? The first yes. is they could be incredibly good, and the season is short enough that no one gets injured and ruins the whole thing. Or they could do in classic reds fashion the the normal thing which is start the season off really slowly and now they just won't have any time to like come back too short to
2: get hot late you got you gotta (laughs) start off hot that's how it is you gotta be good the whole year oh that's right i i have faith in the boys this year I, i can't wait
1: awesome well hopefully we do get an opportunity to go out there um and uh, yeah, we'll we'll report on, if, if on not, hopefully let's just all our experience Go to your like.
2: apartment and watch a game. That way, we're still going to Cincy. It's still an event yeah. for me and Luke. I, I mean, it's the same thing for you, but it's, at least me and Luke are still making the trip to Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That'd be great. Then I don't even have to drive downtown. Right. You just we'll we'll, st- we'll just buy a can of Skyline, make some coney dogs, and we'll watch the game at your place. We you buy a can of Skyline. We hit the drive through, son. Oh, fuck yeah. Get the real thing. I forgot you get that down there. God damn it. It's it's the one. (laughs) It's a paradise. It's the one flaw of Indianapolis. Just not enough drive through (laughs) skylines. When I become a millionaire, that'll change. I'm going to open up a bunch of franchises. Don't you worry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you heard it here first, folks. Make sure to smash that subscribe button so we can. I don't know. Get sponsors, get Kyle paid, and he can open up some Skyline restaurants
2: for us. For the people, not for me. For the we're, people. For the people.
0: That does it for another very successful episode of Opinions Anonymous. Join us next time as we discuss much more fun items that, you know, randomly come to our heads. So for this episode. We've had Kyle, we've had Andy, I've been Luke. Thanks for listening.